Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 36. Today, we'll be diving into some fresh news and updates coming to Instagram in 2018. We've been getting a ton of questions about it, and there's a lot of information out there about the algorithm changes and what's happening with Instagram right now. So what we're going to do is tell you what we know and what's rumored to be coming out down the pipe. But before we get into it, we want to thank some of our new members that joined the MFP Patron Tribe this week. We had Kevin Seckler, Winston Moy, Iron Horse Woodworking, Corinne from Hooked Woodshop, and Keith Decent. Thank you guys so much. If you guys would like to join the MFP Patron Tribe, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and see all the rewards over there, including our after show, which we do at the end of every show, answering their questions. John, what is up, my brother? Long time no see. It's been like what, like uh, 12 hours? Yeah, maybe even less, even less. We're just getting back from our spring make event over at Lincoln Electric in Cleveland. Um, so <clears throat> I am just trying to get my life back in some some semblance of order over here. Because, <laughs> um, you know, we've been, we were what, at WorkbenchCon, then we got back for a couple of days and then back to Cleveland. And uh, and man, has it been a whirlwind month so far. So I, I'm, I'm just back in the shop. Um, for today, I'm going away for the weekend. Uh, I'm cruising through a bunch of computer work and, you know, just trying to just trying to make sure I'm punching every opportunity that I can square in the face. That way, the little time I do take for myself, I can enjoy. And I don't have to worry about doing some of this, uh, some of the work stuff. So so that's where I'm at right now, brother. What you got going on? Yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's something new for you, man. You're like hardcore work 24 seven. So I know you're you, you've got to be like foaming at the mouth like uh, trying to figure out how to take some time to relax oh i know dude <laughs> I, I, it's like I, I it's like anxiety ridden uh thinking about having to go home and pack um and i'm just like wait i got like 900 things to do right now i got all these emails i want to edit a video and then i got the video post on them do a free plan and then i gotta record another video and then i gotta build this playing uh, all of it <laughs> <laughs> yes i know the feeling yeah the lincoln electric event was amazing uh, so personally, I got a, a lot of training as we all did on, uh, TIG welding. And then also I got in to do some, some MIG welding, which I had not really spent much time doing either of those. So it was just trial by fire, just drinking from the fire hose, uh, and learned a ton. Uh, also got to build a base for that, uh, the epoxy table that I was teasing last episode. So that's really sweet. Uh, that'll be, they're going to actually be shipping that back over to me. So I'm stoked to get that get back out in the shop because I, I got back and all the epoxy was nicely cured and uh, it's ready to be worked on. So after we get done, I'm heading out there to do that. So hopefully that'll be uh, coming out very shortly around the time that uh, this this podcast comes out. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just awesome to learn a, a new skill, uh, to add another technique to my building. And and also it was kind of cool the on the heels of our event episode last week, uh, it was just another amazing time to hang out with the, the other creators. You know, we had april and jimmy and and it was great to meet laura camp she was in from from uh, germany so that was awesome uh izzy johnny zach douglas and then a bunch of local creators and makers there that are not necessarily on youtube but it was great to learn from them so that was just man it was just an awesome event and uh and and the meetup too the meetup was great yeah. huge turnout for the meetup so shout out to all those folks that came by to the meetup there was a bunch of mfp folks there yeah, big MFP turnout at the meetup. Um, incredible for a Monday night. I mean, you and I were both talking about that. Like, couldn't believe how many people drove in from hours away just to come say hi, um, hang out a little bit, and and <clears throat> and get to pick our brains. And that's something that we've realized with these events is like, you know, because <laughs> because our podcast is focused on hammering home the facts and and getting uh, getting people all the information that we we tend to lean into conversations that get really really deep. And really uh, juicy and 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 ironically, one of them has been all these changes coming to Instagram, right? 
Absolutely. Oh. I, yeah. At least three people asked me about Instagram and what the heck's going on over at the meetup. <laughs> yeah. And so um, even even besides the attendees to the meetup, you know, the content creators, uh, us in the community are constant trying, constantly trying to help each other um, grow and, and figure out what's working for you, what's working for me and, and, and you know, try to help each other out. Um, and Instagram seems to be one topic that constantly keeps coming up. So um, thought it would be a great chance to touch on what we see coming, where we see things going, um, and then bring everyone in the MFP tribe up to speed on what you and I are, what you and I see right now happening. Absolutely, on, on because the yeah, I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of questions. There's more questions than there are answers. So we'll we'll start with this. This is uh, and we kind of said at the top of the show, we're going to tell you what we know today. Uh, but we're also going to talk about some things that we've heard and read just in different articles and videos. Uh, and we'll have some links in the show notes to some of those, because I think there, there's one article and I know it was, um, a, a topic in the made for profit Facebook group, which if you're not in that already, go check that out. Um, it's made for profit tribe over on Facebook. And, uh, there was a, a YouTube video that a guy put out about the 2018 algorithm changes on Instagram. So, so just to kind of level set. Uh, there's definitely some new things going on. So as we have been uh, just watching what's happening, uh, there was a huge at the end of the year, like late, like kind of right at the holiday at Christmas holiday, right into the new year. There was a massive spike in in video and John and I, and we talked about this before, but we both saw these huge upticks in our in our accounts because there's this this big video uh, surge. And, and we really were able to take advantage of that as, as some of the other folks were as well. And then now it's kind of like come back down and then uh, we're hearing a lot of, oh man, like my, my reach is getting crushed and I'm not, I'm just not seeing the followers. I'm losing people. Like what's going on here? Um, and so that's where this conversation kind of starts from is that things were all, were going really well. Then all of a sudden it seems like, you know, through February and now into March that, that things are changing. Uh, and so, you know, just jump off and what we're going to talk about is, is some of the things that we've heard and we know. So one of the biggest things that people were asking about is hashtagging. And there's this whole concept. And I don't think we, I think we covered it on the after show, but I don't think we covered it in the main show. So there's this whole concept around shadow banning, you may have heard. Um, and, and the shadow banning concept is that um, if Instagram feels like you are spamming hashtags, that they will ban you from those hashtags. Meaning that uh, if you used the same 30 hashtags over and over in every single post that uh, some people were were for certain hashtags, or if you used multiple the same hashtag multiple times for whatever reason, um, that Instagram would say, oh, that looks like spam to me because this is not relevant. This can't always be relevant to these hashtags uh, or they're just you know using it too many times. And so what would happen is that if you would go into that hashtag and do a hashtag search right after you posted, your post would not show up there. So that's kind of the definition of the shadow ban. And it's bitten the shadow is because you don't know it's happening. And so you think you're posting to these hashtags and it's not really happening. Um, so we do know that that's a thing and that has happened to people. Um, I, I don't believe that has happened to either of us necessarily. Uh, but that's that is out there. And the, the impetus behind it is like Instagram wants you to be more relevant with your hashtag. So I know, John, like as we've heard this, one of the big things people are saying was also like they're not gonna they're not gonna give you credit for hashtags in the first comment, but I don't think that uh, they're quite there yet, right? Yeah, we haven't really seen the implementation of a lot of the speculative changes coming, but the fact that they you know there's published articles coming from quote unquote Instagram um, about them, you know that you definitely want to be thinking about these things, and, and yeah, for sure the um, hashtagging in the first comment seems to be one of the topics that is no longer going to be uh, prevalent in, or excuse me, that, that technique tactic is no longer going to be prevalent in the use of the, of the platform. So, um, so, you know, what we've been doing here at made for profit is experimenting for your knowledge. <laughs> and basically, um, <clears throat> so when we read this, uh, and we will have a link to the article when I keep saying we read this, um, on, on, in the show notes and on the website at madeforprofit.com, But, um, so when we found out about these changes that were supposedly coming, I actually just jumped on board to all the new stuff to see if we got any immediate peaks or valleys out of um, my engagement and my and my following growth and just basic use on the platform and, and numbers as we were used to seeing them. 
Um, and, and one of the things was um, I'm now using much m- many less hashtags as well as not posting in the first comment. And it seems to be going well. Um, things before uh, that we would really bank on. And if you go back and you're using our techniques from our early um, Instagram episodes was that, you know, hammer home 30 hashtags, hammer home that first comment use of those hashtags, and then changing a few to the type of content you're posting specifically for that day or that post. Um, and now I'm kind of just running and gunning with my posts and I'm keeping, uh, five to five to eight. I'm trying to hit, um, hashtags that are extremely relevant to what I'm doing. Um, and I'm changing it up. I'm not just using wood, woodworking, wooden, and like the standard ones that we've been using for a year. I'm trying to throw some new stuff in there and basically get seen in new places, get some new eyeballs on my content and use the platform to what Instagram suggesting. Um, and with the shadow banning concept, you know, this is a good opportunity for you to discover more opportunity for where your, where your content's being seen or where it could be seen. Um, so I, you know, we kind of spun it. I think, Brad, you've still been doing it the, the classically as you have been, except bringing that total number down, right? Yeah, exactly. So as, as John likes to just go full headlong into the new changes, I like to, you know, chill out and simmer in the old and just, you know, put on my Van Halen and and use my 30 hashtags. So it's been uh, it's been a little different on my side. I've been doing the same thing, but still keeping it relevant. Uh, like John mentioned, I think one of the the most important things is that your hashtags are relevant. So I've still been using the 30 and I've been using them in the first comment. And I will say that they are still searchable. So as I've gone out and looked, um, even as early as, as uh, I, I didn't look at my ones this morning, but I did this weekend or during this week, you know, just a couple of days ago, and they were still showing up in the search. And so that would tell me that um, one, I'm not shadow banned and two, that I am, uh, still being found in search in the first comment. So that change has not come out yet necessarily. Uh, but what I've been doing is like, you know, using kind of 20 base ones or so, and then changing up the others dependent upon what I'm showing. And here's why this is important. So this is something that we've talked about and we didn't really understand the full aspect of it until now, uh, is that Instagram has, uh, basically a new way to find out if you're relevant. And so now we talked about following hashtags. And you can go in and you can follow hashtags and they will now show up in your feed. And so if you're following the woodworking hashtag, um, you will get served different, um, you know, woodworking. Obviously, you don't get them all, but it'll they'll show you whatever's most relevant or most popular or however the Instagram algorithm does it. But anyway, let's just say uh, you're somebody who likes to mix in different types of pictures and you put in a picture of your dog right? And not relevant to any type of woodworking, like not in your shop or anything, just your dog chilling out in the middle of your yard because he looks super cute. And so you post that up there and you use that that hashtag set that includes, you know, woodworking, wood, blah, 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 all those. Uh, what's going to happen is that's going to show up and that could possibly show up in people's feed under the woodworking hashtag because it's tagged that way. And maybe it's popular because people think, oh, that's a really cool dog. But when it comes up in woodworking, Somebody's going to see it in their feed and it will say woodworking hashtag. If you now you can go that. So when you look, if you're following a hashtag, if you look at the top right of any singular post, there are those three little dots and you can click on those. And what you can do is you can click on it and it'll come up and it will say, you can basically say, show me less of this or not interested or, or something to that effect that when you click on there, um, you know, you can say that uh, actually I, I just have it up there. So uh, I clicked on it and on iOS, it says, you know, you can share it a couple ways, copy link. And then it says, don't show for this hashtag. So what's going to happen is if somebody wants to follow the woodworking hashtag and they see a dog that is coming up, they're like, well, this doesn't have anything to do with woodworking. And they're going to click on that and say, don't show for this hashtag. And for us, like that is the new thing that now we believe that that's going to lead to Instagram, either shadow banning you or uh, basically just saying like, yeah, we're not going to serve your content and it's going to really push down your reach. So that is is why this matters. And that's how it kind of works, that they know you're not relevant because now they're getting feedback from the community. Yeah. And uh, a few months back, we were getting patron comments that were asking about sort of this um, spamming concept on, you know, <clears throat> how do you feel about 
accounts that are using hashtags that have large followings on things that aren't relevant. This is basically Instagram's way of weeding it out. Um, and it's very much along the lines of, of what you just touched on, Brad, you know, uh, people that typically post, um, you know, whatever in, in, in woodworking, if they do something with their truck and they're still posting woodworking, but they have a large following, you know, that's going to show up just based on numbers. Um, and now it's giving us an opportunity to filter all of that out. So it's actually now a lot of people are thinking this is going to be negative, um, because it's a little bit more work and that being that you have to think about what you're posting instead of just mindlessly dumping hashtags. Um, but what it actually does is it provides us with a better opportunity to see better content. You know, if, if you're posting in the woodworking hashtag and it's a great post, you should be happy that they're filtering out all the people that have been um, dumping, you know, irrelevant content into this, whatever hashtag it is. And, and most people in the woodworking community are pretty good about it. Like I don't see a lot of random things, but we're just using that because it's something easily relatable for all of us. But I know the truck community is like, is, is, uh, notorious for it. I follow a couple truck accounts on my Instagram and I get posts on like the dumbest stuff from these massive <laughs> accounts. And, but it, it, it makes me upset. I mean, I've unfollowed a lot of them because of it, but you know, if I'm looking for inspiration on what I want to do with, with my vehicle or whatever that might be, and I'm getting posts about, um, you know, a, a shaver or something that has nothing to do with it. This is how Instagram is going to start weeding that stuff out. So I wouldn't necessarily start thinking about the shadow banning concept as being bad as just think it, think of it as how you have to start acting a little more tactical with what you're doing on the platform. And then, you know, the, having the kind of cream rise to the top uh, type mindset, as in if your stuff's good, it'll get, it'll still get seen in search or fed to people, which is how things are more now. Um, because, you know, crappy posts or irrelevant posts are being shadow banned because we've gotten a lot of comments on that lately um, where people are, you know, just kind of not understanding the shadow banning idea or, oh, my God, if I keep posting the same thing over and over. When I, when I think it's more like, you know, instead of <clears throat> having to be thoughtless about your hashtags, now it's kind of a little more tactical and direct. Right, right. And I know that. Uh, so, you know, one of our one of our patrons that's just crushing it, Mikey, the maker, um, you know, he's been doing that same thing. He uses a very similar set of hashtags that I use. I think he actually grabbed mine, which is which is great, which is fine. Yeah, uh, because that's like, you know, you go out there and see what's working. And that's because we were talking to him and he was like, yeah, like I've just been using the same ones and it, and he's grown like crazy. So he's got a huge following uh, now. And so it, it's as long as your content is on point and relevant, then, you know, don't be worried about using the full 30. And this is today, as we know it again, that we're what we plan on doing is we want to just go ahead and hit this head on. I guess we didn't really mention this. We want to hit this head on now. And then as things really start to firm up and if we see the first comment going like, and we're we've been putting together some other things, but we wanted to pull it forward and we'll do another update in a, you know, a month or two or wherever uh, is relevant once everything kind of settles down uh, and we can see what's going on. But, you know, today it, it if you, you want to use 30 hashtags, I always say, like, if they're going to give you 30, then it seems silly that they would penalize you for doing 30. Like if Instagram doesn't want you to use 30 hashtags, then they shouldn't let you use 30 hashtags. Now, you know, again, that might not be completely accurate because sometimes things just don't make sense. But if you can come up with 30 relevant hashtags, which with woodworking, you can. I mean, the whole line, woodworking, maker, builder, you know, made to make, build stuff like, you know, you can make a ton of them. Um, if everything is on point relevant to what you're posting, don't worry about it. Uh, put it in there. But if you're struggling, you know, don't reach and put stuff in there that really doesn't make sense uh, just to try to fill out that 30. So if you can only come up with, you know, 10 or 12, they're like really solid, then that's great. And then again, if you're going for the uh, in the caption versus the first comment, then maybe you want to be even a little tighter. And I'll be interested to see uh, because like, you know, it's also popular if you're putting it in the caption to kind of do the you know, dot, inner dot, inner dot. So it's like, you know, four dots going down the page to kind of separate them. Uh, so again, not sure how Instagram views that or sees that because, um, you know, it's this kind of, it's this kind of like, do you use the program? Do you use the platform for SEO, search engine optimization, which is basically what the hashtags are for? Uh, or do they want it to be more organic and whimsical, you know, and just off the cuff? And, and how are they going to react to different, methods of using it. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And, and I think there's a lot more to come on the hashtag side. 
Yeah, I think, uh, and, and we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll get um, get you all as much information as we possibly can as as things continue. So, segueing in like the next segment, I think is um, with not posting your co- your hashtags in the first comment. Um, I think that this kind of it relates to how Instagram wants us using comments now, um, and as they've made changes, you know, and we've talked about them at least on our after show and in updates. Um, but being able to reply in line to comments oh, has really yes. created opportunity for for conversation that is uh, that isn't like uh, lost in that like uh, in the in the feed of things where it used to be um, where you'd have where you'd respond to something and someone responds and it just keeps getting dumped to the bottom. Right. Um, so they just made it so much more relevant. <clears throat> yeah. And, and and what we know now is that um, Instagram is boosting or uh, providing more benefit to posts that are using the comments to their advantage. Um, you know, great example is our, our buddy, Jeff Mack, who we had on the show. Um, he crushes the comment game by engaging with his community and creating conversation. And then we always see his, his stuff getting, um, a lot of service to it in, 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 on the platform because of that. So, you know, what the, uh, supposed rumor is now is that by engaging in the first hour to your uh to your comments on your posts um you're you're actually going to get fed to more people um that are in your audience so right now <clears throat> i think as it stands the rumor is <laughs> within the first hour if you carry can, can create more engagement than you typically a typical post that's just dump and go um your your audience will excuse me instagram will serve your content to over 10 percent of your audience and if not it will serve it to less um so what i've learned by using my business account analytics to my advantage is exactly this if i can get comments to run off by engaging with my audience and me jumping in there and engaging back within the first hour and we can see certain milestones on views or likes um my post will get mm, 10 times more viewership or engagement to my audience percentage wise than it would if I didn't. Um, and, and it's, it's pretty incredible, honestly, because all it's doing is asking you to use the platform like it was supposed to be used as <laughs> somewhere to socially interact with other people. Right. And, uh, and I think it's pretty interesting that they're putting a lot of emphasis on that first hour after the post too. Right. Yeah. And there's, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of goodness uh, around this from their perspective. And so I'll, I'll kind of level set the business play behind this. And, and people might be saying, OK, so I, I don't get it. Like, why why is this new? Why are they changing um, with any platform? I've, I've mentioned this in the past, but any platform, their entire goal as you know, as much as they like to say that they're there for the community, their entire goal is to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. And they make money by keeping people on the platform longer. So the whole idea is that the longer you're on Instagram, the more ads they can serve you. And so they want people to stay on the platform. They want people to engage. They want people to be going through commenting, liking, DMing, all those things. Because the longer you're on there, the more ads they can serve you. Uh, So as this relates to comments, again, if somebody is spending time on your post, they're spending, they're more engaged in the platform. They're going to scroll through. If they're engaged on that, they're going to be more engaged in other posts. So they're going to be scrolling more and getting served more ads. So that's from a business perspective. That's what it is. So, you know, pulling that back and trying to make that more about uh, your personal tribe and what you do, obviously you're not trying to serve them ads, but you're trying to get your, you're trying to serve your audience the best you can add value to them. Like we always say. And a lot of that is through engagement, just, uh, through interaction and talking about, you know, relevant topics on your post, right? And, and you don't have to, you know, some of it can be whimsical. I do a lot of those, like I'll do something funny and just make a comment. And then there's just kind of like a good time comments. But then there's other ones where it's like, hey, like who's using, you know, the best sandpaper out there? Like, what do you got or, or whatever? Has anybody cut this joint before? What, what are your techniques? Uh, what do you think about this? And any of those are great ways to get those responses. But yeah, that, that's what we heard in that video is that, uh, they send it out to 10% of your audience. And I can tell you already that um, the people who are most engaged are, are the people they're going to send it to. And I know that to be true. And the reason I know that is because uh, whenever I do a post, uh, like 
very quickly on, I always get one from John. It's like the like. And one day I was like, John, do you have me on notifications? He's like, no, I don't have you on notifications. They just like serve it every time you post because I'm always interacting with your account. And we're like, okay, cool. And, you know, same way with me. Like I don't have any notifications turned on, but I always get served John stuff. And I'm sure this is the same for you out there listening is that there are probably people that you always get served. And those are the people that you're interacting with. And there's probably other people. And I've heard this a lot too. You're like, oh, dude, I thought you stopped posting. It's like, no, <laughs> they've been <laughs> posting. They've been posting every day. You just have not liked or commented on their stuff. And so Instagram literally stopped showing it to you. Uh, and, you know, not unless it's like something that just really goes off. So it's that 10% gets it. If it really resonates really well uh, between likes. So engagement by definition, again, is either a like, a comment, or now a save, a bookmark. So those would be the three levels of engagement. Um, and then possibly even like a share, I guess, uh, that, that should probably count as well. And if people are doing that in the first hour, then you're, you're going to go and you can help stoke that fire, uh, by asking that question and kind of, you're basically asking for engagement. Yeah. And what it does is it literally sets up your account to be served to the people that want to see it most. Um, and it's just like Brad said, you know, we interact with each other a ton Instagram knows that and it feeds me his posts as well as mine to him. So what you're looking to do is uh, use that to your benefit instead of against your benefit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And, and have the people that are willing to interact with you see your stuff more. So ask engaging. I mean, a little 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 advice is going to be ask engaging um, questions on your posts. Um, include others into your posts um, and consistently think on the beneficial aspect of what you're posting. Um, a lot of us have a tendency to just take photos of what we're doing um, that are beautiful and then just kind of put them out there and be like, you know, uh, bridal joint in my new coffee table build. Instead, in, instead of just stopping there, just use that opportunity to your advantage. Who's ever used a bridal joint? And that might stimulate five comments, but make sure then you're commenting back with them and then use that to your advantage in order to stimulate a little bit more conversation. Like, you know, instead of just responding with thanks, you know, what's your favorite part? Kind of ask another question, get another comment. Um, and and it, by stimulating conversation, your stuff will get fed to more people. And I'm telling you that, like, if I can, <clears throat> if I can get a video to engage more in the first hour because I'm interacting, asking questions and posting visually appealing things, that video over the course of the next 24 to, to 72 hours will get way more views and way more um <clears throat> and way more of a percentage of my audience eyeballs on it than something if i just dump it and let it let it slide right and, and like, also external too right so outside yes. because now with insights it's it's the reach so like when how does that stack up too john so being able to look at my insights as a business account what it does is i mean i will go from literally less than 1% to maybe two or three on a post to like 70 uh, of, to 85% of my, of, of my, the, where it says, what is the thing called? It says number percentage of people who viewed this, who are not following you basically. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and it, it's amazing because once your stuff starts getting served to more people, Instagram added a shelf in their analytics that tells you how many new followers you got on that post specifically. So what it does is it, it makes it much more tactical for us, right? So you're able to take posts that do well for you and regurgitate those style, not the exact same stuff, but regurgitate the type of things that work well for you in the future. So if specific shots or styles or comments or, you know, um, phrasing are working for you on a post, your next project, you now you know to shoot similar to that, you know, post similar to that and use a similar style to kind of jump off for you. And if you get a piece to really go viral, like like Brad was talk talk talking about last week with his um with his drill press plugs, you know, you can you pick up a couple hundred thousand views and a thousand followers or plus on a single post. Um, and those are the type of things that uh, using comments and using the engagement and reach changes to the algorithm to your advantage, I think are actually better than what they were in the past. Uh, Cause we didn't yeah. know in the past, you know, like you'd throw something out there and cross your fingers and pray. Now they're giving us tactical targets to hit with our stuff that we know. Okay. Like if I'm engaging and commenting and I can get a hundred comments on a post, that thing's going to jump up and probably run for me on that day and be a good piece of content. Um, instead of just guessing, right? Yeah. And, and so 
you know, I just pulled this one up. So I, I think it'd be a good example because it's always it's also not so it, it is not an exact science and it's not all about the comments necessarily. So I pulled up this was a uh, when I was making my nesting step stools and uh, I drilled a hole in the wrong spot when I was doing dowels. And so I grabbed a cherry uh, a dowel cutter and, and uh, cut a dowel and some cherry plugged it. It was a fast motion video. So I just pulled it up. Um, it actually only had 87 comments, which for me is, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's decent, but that's not like gangbusters, like, you know, probably 150 or so would be like, oh yeah, this thing's cooking. Mm -hmm. Because if you can imagine that 87, half of those are mine because half of them are replies basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I go into, uh, but if I go, so now one of those things, and, we'll, and it's a good segue into the business, what's changed in business accounts is that now in insights, if I open this up, so this thing's got almost 750,000 views, which that's monster. Monster. I mean, that, that is that is huge. Uh, I think it might actually be my biggest video for the year uh, so far. But uh, when I look at it, um, it ha and that would not be commiserate necessarily the comments. But if I look at it, it's got 6,100 likes. So that's a lot. And then it's got 886 saves. So again, those are other forms of engagement. So it's not just about the comments. It's also about, uh, is it something that, you know, if you do a small tip or a tutorial that if people are saving that and doing the book, the bookmark, I think there's got to be a lot of value in that. Uh, but what John was mentioning, and so I'll look at just some of these others, is what they've now done is for this individual post, I can see how people interacted with it. So again, this is we're talking about business accounts, insights in the actual Instagram app. So that's what we're talking about. I can click on um, I went to that post and there's a little link that says view insights right under the post. Uh, and this is very powerful. So when I look at actions, uh, this one had 4,500 actions and an action is either a profile visit or a website click. So 4,300 people went to my profile after seeing that video. That's a good thing because they basically said, wow, that's a cool video. Like who is this dude that's making it? And so they went up there uh, and then 159 website clicks. Um, I'm not sure what I was linking to at the time when I posted that because the video was not out yet. It was probably to my plans or something. Uh, but then this discovery was what John was talking about. So underneath that, there is a, a little section called discovery. And this says, obviously, uh, I do when and that there's a difference between views and reach as well, which I'll get to in just a second. But for discovery, it says 74% of the accounts that saw this post weren't following you. Like that's massive. So that's saying that I've outkicked my coverage, right? I've, I've got out there and that uh, the reach on the post was actually... 350,000. Uh, so, you know, that's well over my my follower base. And so basically, uh, which is interesting, if you actually do the math on that, that it's almost twice as much. So not even all of my base saw it. But what happens is as these things are happening, you now get into the explore tab, you get that's like the biggest thing you get fed in hashtags in the explore tab. And that's where people who aren't following you see your stuff. So it's it's really kind of cool. And then like as I go and look at follows, like this individual post got eleven hundred and seventy three new followers from one post. So you can see the value and the benefit of something that that gets larger reach and gets served. And and this is they've given us such great tools and analytics to go around that. And, you know, I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and uh, we've we've discussed using analytics to your benefit in depth before because it, it it's massive and, and and it can be such a great tool for growing your following growing your business etc and this is a great instance in which a lot of people think that the apocalypse of there's there's literally an article we're going to share it on our on our website but the apocalypse of instagram is coming and it's going to crush everything <laughs> when i honestly am looking at it as oh my goodness we have all this opportunity now with insights and with uh tactical direction from Instagram to actually execute better. Um, and I think that's a much better way to spin things. Um, and, and since we've, we've started doing this, you know, like we said earlier in the episode, Brad is, is continue, continue to, um, kind of slowly adapt the new algorithm changes to his, um, use of the platform. And I've literally just jumped all in on the new stuff. And <clears throat> I had a post last week, that was a video that, um, you know, had 171 comments on it and 435, uh, shares, excuse me, saves, um, which is, which is enormous for, for any account pretty much, um, depending on, you know, unless you're under like a million, I mean, like, unless you're the rock, but like, <laughs> um, you know, at 3,700 likes, my, uh, 
my video got served to over, excuse me, 70% of the people that saw my video were um, not following me. And from that, I picked up 500 followers on that specific video alone. And that video only had 210,000 views on it. So you don't have to have something only. That, that, well, only. I'm just saying. Everybody's like, John. Well, your video had 700. <laughs> when your video has 700,000, you know, that's, yes. and that's kind of what's great about it is you can see tons of engagement and, and people are, are saving that. Um, and <clears throat> what it, what, what it's doing is keeping you on the platform, um, of the reach I had, you know, this is, this stuff's pretty cool. 150,000 impressions, 125,000 reach, which is significantly larger than my audience. Now, Brad having a massive audience, well, three times his audience I have basically, um, when his gets served to more people than are actually following him, you know, obviously you see massive growth on that specific post, but that happens for all of us. Like think about if you're starting to use these tactics to your advantage um, and the uh, usage of your, you know, all of this stuff starts to become part of your routine on Instagram, you could take advantage of all of this stuff as well. Um, when you see, and, and granted, your numbers not, might not be in the hundreds of thousands, but if something does 30,000, when a typical video of yours does 1,000, and you could go in, dive in, and be like, oh, wow, you know, why did 100 people comment on this? And then you realize, I asked a question and posted something that stimulated conversation. Boom, you repeat that with your next post or your next project, and then you can really start to roll some momentum. Um, yeah. So I would, you know, instead of looking at it negatively as, oh my God, organic growth is dying. Like, no, it's there. You just have to be tactical about it. And I think that's really where they're trying to go with the comments and the reach and, and especially the engagement aspect of it. Like we cannot emphasize enough. And, and Black Forest jumped on it in their episode a couple of weeks back. That first hour of comments is huge, huge yeah. to the potential for growth. Um, and all of the numbers that we've been tossing out there for the past couple minutes. So, so, you know, our tactic is going to be that instead of posting, um, and, and not stimulating conversation, ask questions and then engage within the first hour, uh, regardless of what your post is, I'm talking every single post. Um, cause you never know which one's going to pop off or be, or be something people are going to be into. That's still kind of a guessing game. But that being said, if you can create it yourself you're going to be in a much better opportunity for those, you know, viral style posts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, that's kind of what we're getting at here is, is what you can do. And if you do have business insights, I just, I really encourage you to go look, look at not only the ones that did good, but look at the ones that didn't do, do so good. Okay. Because you're going to learn a little bit from both. You'll learn what resonates with your audience. And like John was saying, you know, you don't like, if you had a video of you, you know, doing whatever right so if i did this plug cutter video it did really awesome well i probably don't need to post three more videos of me cutting plugs just because that one did well right but it's more about what's the style what's you know how did it come off what does it look like type thing uh because what you don't want to do is is replicate exactly what you've done but before because people will get turned you know they'll like it the first time the second time they're like oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool and then it kind of is like oh yeah like he's why are why are we seeing this again i've seen this like so many times already uh so i think that's you know something you need to keep um on track about but just as an example real quick before we we move on here because you know how much i like analytics i did this when we had the um workbench con we went out the JD shop, right? And uh -huh. we, uh, John, you shot some of that B-roll of me uh, the first time welding and stuff. And I threw together a little video of that and actually put some music to it. And I actually put a lot of time into it relatively. And because I was just like, I had a fun time and I thought this would, would resonate really well with the audience. Um, it did not. Um, <laughs> so I posted it and I actually had a decent amount of comments. So what did I say on the other one? The other one had like 87 or something like that. This one had 52 comments. Um, and another thing that we haven't really got into is, is timing of when you're posting them. But, um, but man, this thing like bombed, it had, uh, in, in the grand scheme of thing for my viewership, it had less, it has right now less than 30,000 views, which is very low for my typical video. I go in there, it's got 1200 likes. That is again, very low. Um, but then when I look at it, this was interesting. I actually just looked at this, John, and I, I really think there's a lot of power to this now, as we were just sitting here talking it has only 26 saves. So mm. when you look at that, you, you've got to think, you know, and as we explore this, and again, we're, 
we're kind of learning on the episode as we go here. Uh, but when you look at it, so it has 26 that and also only had 119 actions. And I forget what I said on the other one, 4,500 or something like that. So as you look at this, um, that engagement from people clicking on my profile as well as saving it was very low. And even though it had a, a lot of good comments, so it's not like I stimulated some comments there, but those were probably like, uh, you know, a lot of, and I know they were a lot of my engaged followers. Uh, and it just like new people when they saw it, they weren't super excited about it because it was more of like a lifestyle thing. It was about me learning to weld. It wasn't like teaching them anything. So like when you look at the difference between that video and the plug cutter video, the plug cutter video is probably a lot of people are like, holy cow, I've never seen a plug cutter. Like that's super cool. Like what, what is that tool? And so they're interested. They save it so they can then go search on Amazon or Google it or whatever. Uh, and they've not seen somebody cut their own plugs and fill it. Um, on this welding one, it was, you know, me welding for the first time. Like most everybody on Instagram who is in this space has probably seen somebody weld, right? And I wasn't, there was no tips in there. There was nothing uh, special about it. Um, and so the discovery on that, going back to that, was only 8%. 8% of the people who viewed it, again, only 30,000, uh, 8% of the people who, who viewed it uh, were outside of my audience. And the number of follows I picked up off that post, three. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm surprised it wasn't. I, and I wonder, actually, I wonder if that's a net now that I think about it. Uh, I wonder if that's a net. So if people unfollow you, if that number goes down. So, you know, there, there's because uh, we know there's also the diehards, right? It's like, what? Welding? You're welding now? I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I just want woodworking. Show me more plug cutters. Uh, but anyway, just as an example, so go in to those ones that haven't worked for you, if you have insights, and see what those, see what the numbers look like. And again, as you start doing more of this, you look at what works, you look at what doesn't work, you start to get a picture of what resonates well with your audience, and that helps you shape your content. And it's, you, know, you nailed it there. If you use it to your advantage, you can figure out what works for you best and then execute on that. Um, you know, we, we've seen some accounts that have been exploding and, and we'll go back to Black Forest. That's exactly what they did. They've noticed, you know, a massive uptick in their following based on a certain type of content they've been putting out and they've been hammering that content home and it's been working for them. Um, do be careful that if you are <clears throat> seeing things work, that posting those over and 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 over again, it becomes redundant and you kind of lose interest and then you actually become known as like just doing that. If we're trying to stay broad and wide, you know, incorporate a lot of other stuff into it. I, I, for instance, know that a photograph of me standing in front of the camera doing something never gets even anywhere close to an engagement, the engagement that photos or videos of me working get. Um, but that's great filler content. And it's a great opportunity to use the platform to continue to build. And on those posts, if you guys notice, like I'll go and ask a question. So like today I posted a photo that um, was filler content because I, I have been out of the shop and haven't been able to take my own. And I literally just asked the question, what are you in, in deep thought about? Because it's a photo of me looking up at the sky and I've got, you know, 15 comments on it and I'm not, we're recording, so I can't be engaging with it right now. But that being said, I'm still asking questions, still trying to simulate some conversation. And yes, it might perform less, but I know that now. I know that if I'm, you know, certain things are going to do better and I'm not doing those 100% of the time because it's basically impossible. Uh, but use the analytics to your advantage. Use what Instagram is giving you in order to perform better and not just thinking of it negatively. And you can definitely go out and execute and still crush it on IG. I mean, I do not think it's dying. I do not think that there's... Um, any issue with what's happening? Um, you know, <clears throat> the next question that we get a lot of is it really segues into exactly what we've been saying with these analytics is, is the business accounts. You know, do you, be, do we believe that business accounts are the, are where, or where are everyone in our space should be going? And to be honest with you, I I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. Um, and it's because of the use of these analytics and, and, and also there's a few other reasons, but I mean, not being able to know how your stuff's performing and then trying to just guess and execute on it makes it really difficult as a quote unquote marketer to win. Yeah. Like you don't really know what's why things are happening. And these analytics give you a great opportunity to see that. And that's something that I've used to my advantage. I switched over, um, I think it was earlier in the year in December to a business account once we knew this, once we heard this was coming and saw other accounts winning as business accounts. 
mostly Canadian. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I, instead of looking at it as, Oh, they're going to squash me. I spun it in my head to think, how can I produce better content to what they want from me in order to, and then start using all these things to my advantage. And that's basically what I've been doing. And I think I've, I've picked up, you know, a ton of followers, uh, sp- this year specifically, um, and had a bunch of things jump off and go viral and I can see what works and what doesn't. And it's really made me a lot more tactical with my content, I believe, um, as well as business has a bunch of other upsides to it. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, some of those like we talked about, we've talked about before, but now uh, they're still fairly new is, is the swipe up is the biggest thing. And I've talked about it. So, uh, if, if any of you are putting together like, well, why is Brad talking about insights when he keeps telling us he's not a business account? And I think I've talked about this before, but just for those new folks listening, uh, I do have insights and I am not a business account because I was part of a uh, beta test group when they were doing insights and uh, they just grandfathered me in. So I'm kind of a unicorn out there in that sense uh, that not many people have that. And but um, if I did not have that, I would I would, you know, almost certainly be going over to business uh, because the the pool would be that much larger. But the biggest advantages it has other than analytics is the the swipe up feature, which they're now doing in stories. Um, and, you know, we we have been really hammering on that and we use it on MFP all the time. John does it really well. Uh, I think it is just with the addition of the highlights. So that's one of the new changes is that swipe up was OK. But again, it was just 24 hours. But now they have added this highlights piece. And so as you go into somebody's profile, they will have their profile. Then you will see these uh, little circles underneath there that are video before they start get into their feed and that's the highlights and and you've probably seen where you can where you can do that it'll tell you you can add a highlight and basically it's like uh pinning a story so there's a story which has a 24-hour life uh, but now with highlights you can give it an unlimited life and it's at the top of your feed it's basically part of your bio at that point and so it's really powerful if you are selling anything if you want people to go off platform for any reason whether that's, hey, subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, buy my new keychain, buy my ebook, uh, download a plan, whatever it is, if you're trying to get somebody, my shirts, my merch, if you're trying to get somebody off the platform, uh, you have a new way to do it. Instead of just that single link in the bio, which is your main website or whatever you put in there, now uh, you have these highlights. And if you have a highlight and you use a swipe up, uh, again, it just, it adds another way to monetize your Instagram account and to get people off platform because it is very hard to make money on Instagram. Like people always say that, uh, but like you have a, a swipe up straight to your um, product inquiry, you know, custom request form. Like that's a perfect usage for that. Uh, and, you know, there's a whole thing about uh, when you go into there about uh, basically thumbnailing and making that little circle look really nice in stories. Um, and as well as my goodness, if you're using those, please do not leave it to just say highlights uh, because that's what it defaults to is the text highlights. Like you can name each one, but they only give you like, I don't know what, 12 characters or something, John, 14 characters. Like it's very, very short. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be short and concise. Uh, so if you're selling hats, just say hats, you know, or new hats or whatever you can fit in there. Uh, new video uh, inquiries here, whatever it is. But uh, that is a huge advantage. That is the one thing that will make me move to business when I do it is is for the swipe up. Yeah, and it's honestly awesome. I mean, like I've been getting great um, conversion to uh, targeted things like plans, for instance. I release a free plan, um, swipe up. I saw the days that it is still um, on my personal, like my feed and not just as a as a highlight. Um, it crushes. I get great conversion over. I could see all those numbers. It's a win. It's an it's low hanging fruit. Honestly, you're already doing oh, it. Yeah. It's just a great opportunity to link it to something. Um, and the hardest thing with our <clears throat> with Instagram is like in any social platform, like Brad said, is conversion is getting people over to other platforms or to your sales page, your website, your YouTube channel, whatever it might be. Um, so gr- massive advantage to business accounts as well as understanding. The fact that marketers ruin everything. Yes, we all knew this was coming. As Brad touched on, you know, Instagram wants to make money. They're not just going to do free stuff to benefit the world because that's not how the world works. Um, they, they can't pay for uh, the platform to exist without some sort of revenue stream. And 
marketers are the ones who provide it by feeding ads to people, as well as allowing people to pay to run ads. um, That's how they make their money. So you have to think of things that way and see that the, and, and understand that Instagram is going to start propping up business accounts. And by doing that, they're going to allow more opportunity for people using the business accounts. Um, and one thing that's pretty cool is that any account working with sponsors or with other brands like Brad and I do, it gives you an opportunity to tag that brand in a specific post, have it you know, handled by um, all the legal ramifications that go into sponsored content and uh, clearly denote which one, which posts of yours are sponsored. But on the other side of it, it also gives your sponsors the opportunity to see, holy crap, this post is doing so good. You know, we want to put some money behind it possibly. And then they can boost those posts um, because you are a business account. And that is just becomes another opportunity for you to succeed with, with you know, working with others as well as make some more money. Um, and then sponsoring things yourself is just, uh, uh, excuse me not sponsoring, boosting things yourself is another great opportunity to bring new people to your platform to directly sell. I mean, there's just so much going on that you can see that the business accounts are definitely what's, um, what's on the rise. And and they're just really, really where Instagram wants to be promoting it. I mean, that's what they see the future in. It is. So I think there's a lot of benefit on, on business accounts. If you're not doing it, there's a little bit of a drawback. Again, we're going to continue to explore this um, but yeah, we just wanted to, to hit it, guys, and just let you know what we're seeing. But I think that that's uh, you know, a good stopping point of what we know right now. And we'll, ha- again, have some links in the, in the show description, the show notes, uh, as well as we'll drop some in the Facebook group about uh, some other things you can read and explore on that. Uh, and we'll come back in, you know, maybe say two months or so uh, with more information to, to help you out. But I think we gave you some, some juicy nuggets right now. But uh, right now, I think we're going to head into the after show and uh, give those folks over there some juicy nuggets, man. They're always asking great questions. Yeah, we got some good stuff lined up this week. So let's go crush that. All right, guys, we will talk to you guys next week. So thank you guys for checking out the show. If you'd like any more information, you can head over to madeforprofit.com. We'll have our show notes as well as our email list subscription you can sign up for. There you'll receive tips of the week as well as all of our other actionable content. If you're digging the show, we'd love to get a five-star review over on iTunes, and we would greatly appreciate that. If you have any other questions or suggestions, you can email us at madeforprofitpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love any of your input as well as any of your future show topic suggestions. You can hit us up on Instagram at madeforprofit, where we will be answering your questions and giving out tips to help you grow on your own social networks. So once again, we really want to thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next episode.